It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Emily Campagno. I'm Guy Benson. I'm Shannon Bream, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Monday, May 30th, 2022. I'm Lucas Tomlinson. This Memorial Day, as we honor those who have made the ultimate sacrifice, we would also like to tip our hats to the war correspondents who have shared their stories. I'm not in it for the Danger Dan side. I like politics, I like dynamics, I like geopolitical strategies, but I don't want to just hear it from the politicians, the officials. I want to see how it plays out in the field. This is the Fox News Rundown, War on Ukraine. Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. Today, we pay tribute to those who have sacrificed their lives serving in America's armed forces. And as we honor those heroes, we would also like to thank the war correspondents that also risk their own safety to share their stories of conflict. Our own Fox family is still grieving the losses in March of veteran cameraman Pierre Zakshevsky and producer Sasha Kushanova. They were killed during a Russian attack while covering the invasion of Ukraine. Also seriously wounded was correspondent Benjamin Hall, who's still recovering. We've uh, been in a lot of hot spots over the past, I'd say, 25 years for Fox. Today, we speak to Fox News senior foreign affairs correspondent Greg Palcott, who has covered conflicts all over the world for decades. We've been in the middle of the fighting and the war in Iraq, in Afghanistan, and some of the ones that the U.S. was not connected with in the Mideast, places like Syria and Libya. It's, uh, it's dangerous. It's hot. It's, uh, you got bullets whizzing. You got uh, action happening. You got your life in danger. I always tell people, Lucas, that uh, I'm not in it for the Danger Dan side. I like politics. I like dynamics. I like geopolitical strategies. But I don't want to just hear it from the politicians, the officials back in the uh, press conferences, back in their offices. I want to see how it plays out in the field. And that is really the reason, Lucas, that I do go out in the field and I sometimes get my backside in the middle of things. And of course, I'd be remiss if we didn't remember Pierre Zakshevsky. This year, we lost a legend, a man that you worked with for many decades, Greg. What can you tell us about him? An incredible person, uh, a dear friend, a, 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 a astounding journalist, and yes, a guy that has saved my bacon uh, on more than several occasions. Uh, yeah, for 20 years, we, we worked in all sorts of hot spots. I'd say one good example is that he and I, just the two of us, no producer, no nothing else, uh, were in the tip of the spear in the Fallujah invasion in the fall of 2004. That's widely considered... Uh, one of, if not the most dangerous battle of the Iraq war. Uh, We had a good bunch of Marines around us, a fantastic company that uh, they were looking out for us, we were looking out for them. But yeah, just just in that company, in that uh, week-long battle, there were three deaths, there were 18 injuries, 
And uh, Pierre was there every step of the way with me. He was hauling, uh, car hauling baggage with me. He was looking out in case there were snipers, in case there was a potential IED. We'd go into places where uh, other uh, insurgents would be holding out. And uh, he was a combination uh, cameraman, uh, journalist, security man, and, and good friend. Tell us about Sasha as well, the fixer who died alongside Pierre. Sasha was a remarkable woman, a young woman. I, I knew her uh, for two years. We, we worked together quite a bit. Uh, she uh, was 24, 25, and uh, a great journalist, a great young journalist uh, who, who knew a lot about the terrain and uh, always there for me with an interview, with an idea, with, uh, with a, a possible shooting area. And what we know about her, too, is that she had a wildly uh, interesting uh, background, not just news, but, uh, but entertainment and music, poetry. She played the piano. Uh, that was crushing. You mentioned Fallujah. Going back to the Iraq war, how intense was that fighting? It was intense or it was really long and sleepy. Uh, you know, there weren't a lot of set battles like uh, Fallujah or, for example, when, when, the, when the military rolled into uh, Baghdad back in 2003. It was more, uh, as, as the years went on, looking for the insurgents, dodging the IEDs, uh, being careful not to step in, in the wrong place, and then trying to, trying to get people out of uh, their own uh, nests of, uh, of, of evil. Um, so, yeah, there was long, hot, sweaty nights sitting in Humvees with uh, young, mostly young kids, I, I, I must say, looking out for the bad guy. I mean, remember, uh, remember, Lucas, uh, I spent a lot of time with, with, the, with, the, with the fourth, uh, fourth ID uh, in uh, Tikrit looking, uh, looking for Saddam Hussein. Were you with the fourth ID when Saddam Hussein was discovered? Exactly. We were with them, and I turned to the the, the, the press uh, person for the for the group, and I said, "Okay, once the soldiers are in there, I got to be the first civilian to go in there." In fact, I did go in, and uh, luckily, I, I had a, a a couple less pounds at the time, and I could actually fit in the place. It was it was not a not a pleasant experience. And then Saddam Hussein, we are told, emerged from this hole and said, "I am Saddam Hussein. I am the president of Iraq. I am willing to negotiate." The soldiers replied. President Bush sends his regards. That's incredible. You were the first civilian to go into that little spider hole where Saddam Hussein was hiding. Yeah, we were down there and, uh, you know, there were a couple cockroaches around, some uh, old wrappers from chocolate bars and, and that kind of thing. Uh, not too much, but uh, that, that, was quite a, that was quite a moment when, in the words of uh, one of the U.S. officials there, they got him. We've been speaking to Fox's Greg Palcott about his experiences covering war zones. We'll have more after this. At the height of the Iraq war, there's about 175,000 U.S. troops in and around Baghdad, in northern Iraq and southern Iraq near Basra. Today, there's just 2,500. In Afghanistan, that number is zero. Perhaps that's one of the reasons this Memorial Day we're focused on journalists serving on the front lines, because I think when most people think about Americans in harm's way right now, it is not just the military, but it's the war in Ukraine. It's about our colleagues at Fox that made the ultimate sacrifice, but also reporters from around the world that are covering this war. What can you tell us about that? 
yeah, I, I would say it's uh, it's one of the most dangerous professions around. I mean, I'm looking at the reporting that's going on right now here in Ukraine, and my fellow colleagues, I'm, I'm mostly based in and around Kyiv, which is a relatively secure location, but colleagues of mine are right out there. They're, they're, they're getting shelled. They're, they're uh, ducking their heads when uh, Russian sniper fire comes through or, or, or missiles land. Um, it's 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 showing what is happening on the ground and it, it and, and no one really tells the truth <laughs> one side or another side and so that is the job of the journalist to uh, find out exactly what is going on on the ground and report that back and that's and the only way you can really know is to be there. I mean, it's not a job for everyone. In fact, it's a job for very, very few. And as we have learned, and there have been not just uh, Pierre and Sasha, there have been many losses just in this this war alone. So it shows you how dangerous, how perilous it, it, it certainly can be. And uh, it's a skill to be able to, A, dodge the bullets, and B, tell a story, because that's, that's what we're all about, Lucas. Greg, when you covered the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, the big threat was, of course, the IED, the roadside bomb, small arms fire. Today, over 3,000 Russian short-range ballistic missiles have been fired into Ukraine. You're dealing with Russian fighter jets, essentially war that nobody has seen since World War II. Does that make it a particular intense battle that you're covering? Yeah, in fact, it, it, it is more like the classic battles. World War II, I say, uh, with missiles and mortars going overhead. And even World War One. we are now into a new phase in the war in Ukraine where it is trench warfare. It is defensive lines. It's slowed down quite a bit. They can be just as dangerous. Uh, we, we know about the casualty levels back in World War One with people storming from the trenches. So that kind of thing could happen here too. But it, it's a different, it's a different animal. It's, it's, it's a different uh, and more as sophisticated as it can be with uh, satellite photography, with the use of drones, with the use of high-tech weaponry. It's, it's a bit on the old-fashioned side, Lucas. This is on Memorial Day, and I have nothing but the deepest respect, regard, love for those grunts in the field. In the last 20, 25 years, I've spent a lot of time with mostly young men and women. They are selfless. They are brave. They are funny. They'll help you out. They're doing so much for the country in ways that I hope we've been able to bring to the country. I just want to give a big hug and a big prayer and, and, and a big thumbs up to, to all those folks, uh, Lucas. There's no question. And also, we salute your service, Greg. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Lucas. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in freefall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.